14th crossword is the cup. These crosswords are the words relating to Passover that Jesus used to point us to the cross for 2,000 years so we wouldn't miss it. Of course, they did anyways. But the four <laughs> cups of wine or juice, each cup has a special time and place of the Seder. Now, the wine or juice is mixed with water each time in the cup. You pour a small amount of wine into your cup, then add water to it. You don't fill your cup all the way up. You drink everything in the cup four separate times, and you don't, definitely don't want four full cups. For you know, Whichever it is, it's not going to leave you well. <laughs> so uh, emptying the cup symbolizes our joy is full. So word to the wise, just put a little in there. Now, each person needs two cups because one is for the wine or juice, and it should be empty at the beginning, and one is for water. It should be full. So the question is, why is the wine and water mixed in the cup? John 19 tells us one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. Now, you can also add to that. Actually, that's going to be the next crossword. Number 15 is water. These crosswords are words relating to Passover that he used to point us to the cross. And, you know, when there is birth, there's also blood and water. And so the coming of Christ was also a picture of that. So you, you get it over and over and over. It just on and on. So for that one, the cup and water for mixing is are two of the crosswords. The first cup, there's four, is Kadosh is be holy. God is holy and we can't be close to him in our sin. We talked about that's why the temple and the tabernacle were built to house his presence without us being killed. But the penalty for sin is death. Only he could defeat sin and death to make us holy. Jesus died for us so we can be close to God. So this first cup corresponds to the verse, I am Yehovah, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. And it also really is this thought that he's going to cast our sin into the depths of the scene. I love that he sees our sin as the enemy instead of us. That just uh, always blows my mind. So yeah. that's the first cup is that picture. The second cup, I will free you, is the cup of plagues and iniquity. It's pretty fascinating, too. That's the 16th crossword would be plagues. So, again, words that relate to Passover, they used to point to the cross. This cup corresponds to the verse, I will free you from being slaves to them. Exodus 6 is where that one comes from. I'm going to jump up to Exodus 12. I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am Jehovah. Now, it's not going to bring judgment on you, but on your enemy. What's cool about this particular part of the Passover Seder, each person dips their little finger into this second cup, into the juice or wine, and lets a drop fall into their plate for each plague. And as it happens, you're, you're going to say the name of the plague together. It's a reminder to even pray for our enemies. So the plagues that God brought on the gods of Egypt, blood, frogs, lice, swarms of insects, and each time you're dripping a little piece onto the plate, cattle disease, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and death of the firstborn. Great things to talk about while you're eating all of these well, things. Well, it know. is. It's the second yeah. cup, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah. so, interestingly enough, Pharaoh was considered a god in Egypt. He would have been Ra. So the death of his firstborn son was considered the death of the son of God. So many pictures. This was the first plague to require the Israelites to do something. Each family had to sacrifice a lamb. And you're thinking, okay. But no, it, it was actually a big deal. The Egyptians worshipped Ares, which is the ram. 
So slaughtering hundreds of thousands of their ram god and smearing its blood on your doorpost, it's like, oh, this not going to go very well. It does require courage. According to Moses in Exodus 8, stoning was the penalty, if that's what he expected. He said, we can't do this in Egypt. They'll kill us. So it is a picture of salvation, saved by grace through faith. I was going to say, it was a good thing they were getting out of there. Yeah, like the which next is what he that. said. Yeah. yeah, we got to do this somewhere else. But <laughs> they wouldn't let him. So he said, okay, we're going to kill your rams and then I'm going to kill you too. So, yeah, yeah. so it is a picture of salvation. You're saved by grace through faith. We have a role to play, just like they had to kill the lamb. Of course, the lamb had to be slain for us, but our role is to accept him by faith. He gives the grace. We uh, take his faith and, and give it back. Okay, third cup is the cup of redemption and blessing. Now, of course, the third cup corresponds to the verse, I will redeem you. Now, I mentioned the Afikoman is eaten after, is eaten along with the third cup. So if that's his body, obviously the third cup is his blood. He took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. The fourth cup is the cup of praise and restoration. It's the final cup. It corresponds to the verse, I will take you to be my people. Now, the price of that commitment was his life. And it was at this point Jesus set his face towards the cross to make a lost and sinful world his people. I mean, it just doesn't get more profound. Mark 14 says, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, which is a strange word that New Testament writers still use, as if they had an 1800s hymn uh, singing here. The hymn was, again, the Hillel. It was Psalm 118. And some of the words he would have said, The Lord is my strength and song, and he's become my salvation. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. And with that, he walks out. And uh, he sets his face toward the cross. He goes to the Garden of Gethsemane to be betrayed. And uh, we've got just one more thing to talk about before I'm done. And this year, I, I thought about, you know, for as Christians, oftentimes we use communion the third cup and the third piece of bread, the Afikoman. And we're told, you know, pray before you eat this because uh, there's a danger with it, and there is. And so I wanted to look at that in, in conjunction with the Passover meal because you're, you're eating that as well. And what does that mean? And we'll look at that and wrap it all up next.